What up, guys? Y'all know we back again. It's Table Talk. And hey, what's up? It's your girl, Sarah G. It's your boy, Raymond. And welcome to another episode of Table Talk. <laughs> I just like... <laughs> Hey, I just like saying that now. Boy! <laughs> That's your new little I'm run? Gonna, okay. I'm going to I'm gonna have to make that a snippet or something. I'm, I'm saying. Like, oh, I, just, I just be feeling it. It just be feeling Coming good. with the vocal. <laughs> Anyways, boy. What are we talking about today, Welcome back, man. guys. Today we're going to be talking about some sex stuff. Let's talk about Ooh, sex. Sex. Let's talk about you, you and me. Yeah. We're going we to we we start it off a little soft for you guys out there because yes. we know y'all what be liking that rough. So let's start off with something a little soft for the fellas mm. and for the people. Come on. Um, is PDA still a thing? PDA. And is it still considered offensive? So for those who don't know what PDA is. Public displays of an affection. Yes, sir. Okay. You know. So, you I know, like I like PDA too, I though. Know, I like, I like, I like PDA. PDA. I, I, like I don't PDA. like it when I ain't getting them. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a hater. Oh my gosh. Hey, you know, So, you know, years ago, PDA used to be a big deal. Yeah. You know, because some people felt like it was. Well, like, who were the people that were mad? I mean, I think people with children. People okay. with children that were out that, you know, maybe kind of felt it mm-hmm. was offensive because. Here you was, here you are tonguing somebody down, you know, in front of your child, grabbing the booty, and it was just a bit yeah. much. You know what I'm saying? So there were, were people children that really were, tripping on that, or were the parents. I don't think children really tripping. tripping. I don't think the children on trip on that. I think the children just trying to see whatever they can see. Right. You, you see know, what I'm saying? Depending on their age, and probably very young children were probably like yuck. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Pretty like much. most kids do, or teenagers. You know? Right. You know, they be like, get a room. Right. You know what I'm saying? But PDA for me is like, I definitely feel like I need that in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm a very affectionate person. I right? am too. So, you know, I don't want to go out with you and be able to hold your hand and kiss you in public and put my arms around you. Maybe mm-hmm. rub your dick a little bit. I I don't see yeah. the issue with it. Definitely rub um, some dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all should have seen, y'all y'all should seen his face when he said it, too. No, but yeah. I think it's important. Yeah. I think, you know, right. it creates a, a great, you know, level of intimacy when you can mm-hmm. just, you know, be affectionate in public, in person, mm-hmm. like, you know, out in public or, mm-hmm. you know, inside of your own space. But why should I have to be limited because I'm outside in public to whether we can touch each other, you yeah. know? Yeah, because at that point, you put restrictions on you as a couple, right? Right. First of all, because you're already caring that outside people feel some type of way. Right. And y'all displaying however you want to display affection for your mate or your companion. Right. Like, then on top of that, now it's just like, okay, in public, like, leave me be. You know, it's like. Right. Now we disconnected. That's what I get from when I, you know, my whole thing is the oxytocin. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) I like to spread that affection and stuff like that when I'm in an affectionate space. Right. Because it feels good. It keeps you connected to whomever you're dealing with. Let's let's keep it 100. Definitely. And we know that the world could generally be cold out here. Definitely. It can be cold quickly. So now you're telling me that I have a companion and you don't. And now I feel affectionate towards this companion. Right. But I'm going to stifle that. 
in order to let everybody else feel comfortable. Right. Fuck to it. Yeah, definitely. I think, like, years ago, I was in a relationship. Nah, I ain't gonna be fucking on the sidewalk or nothing Right, like no. But but that's just but, a different you know, level. Rubbing the booty and, right. you know, feeling on her. Like, like, you I don't think that should out, be bro. offensive to anybody, actually. It shouldn't. Like I was gonna say, I was in a relationship some years ago, mm-hmm. and that the person, that specific particular person that I was dating was not really comfortable with P- PDA. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, um, you know, from from my aspect, it just made me feel very disconnected to that person. Mm-hmm. And it almost made me feel like maybe he was embarrassed by me. Okay. And when I would bring it up, he would be like, why would you think that? It's not even that. But I'm like, yeah, but... Like, when we were walking, you either walk ahead of me or behind me. Mm-hmm. You don't want to hold my hand. Mm-hmm. But as soon as we get into a, a closed-in space or in, indoors somewhere, then you kind of want to be affectionate. And mm-hmm. it's like, are you ashamed of me yeah. when we go out in public? What is it? And it would bother me because a lot of people would say, gosh, you guys look like brother and sister. Yeah. I never even thought that you would have been, you guys were together. Mm-hmm. And so it, it made me think, like, okay, is it me, mm-hmm. you know, or did this person just not like PDA? I definitely think it's it's the individual, right? I definitely wouldn't think it was you. Especially, it can't be you if you're receptive to having the PDA, right? right? You get what I'm saying? And in my case, you know, it's probably, I'm probably terrible because, you, are. you know, I give it out. <laughs> <laughs> I give it out frequently because- right. You know, because I don't look at it as a one-sided thing. I look at it as a, a a two-sided coin. Like It's like I'm trying to connect with this person that I'm out with also. Right. You yeah. see what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I'm, like you say, I'm trying to make sure you don't feel that there's a disconnect between us two. Right. As we both travel or move however we move. Definitely. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So in order to do that, you have to do these subtle things, which I think, I, I don't know what, some people just have an issue with receiving affection. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't know what that is because do you think affection. That, do you think it's like past trauma? Like some of it probably has to do with trauma. I know? would definitely like 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 you saying if the topic is somebody else feels offended about it, something within that person has to have some level of trauma or a, a level of envy or jealousy or whatever mm. because it's making you feel away. Right. If we're supposed to be these these human beings and these creatures that express these emotions via love and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. PDA is how it's expressed. Right. You see what I'm saying? Everything we do to some extent is to show how we exude, you know, love or care for somebody else. Right. So now if you tell me to restrict that meaning, I can't be touchy-feely, you know, I'm a handsy type. Like, right. let me, we here together. Like, let me put my hands on you and let you know that you're not in this space or we're not, like you say, out together and you're alone. Right, yeah. I'm, I, I definitely feel like I feel more connected when I'm holding hands and engaged mm-hmm. with someone, whether I'm rubbing or he's rubbing and we're kind of very close and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever whatever it is, but there is some touch, there is some connection, you know, physical connection there where we're not, you know, distant Mm-hmm. From each other, yeah. I think it it fosters mm-hmm. a an atmosphere of greater Wanting. intimacy. Yeah, definitely. But do you intimacy. think there intimacy there could be there's a such thing as too much yeah. when we're in public? 
when you we're know. in public. Because, um, like, I'm the type of girl, like, I might grab your dick in public. That's fine. You My know, thing I is, might rub it. definitely rub some dicks. But I'm saying... <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, when you say too much, it's only too much depending on how you're trying to display it. Okay. And I'm so going to show explain. you the difference in displaying it. If it's coming natural, like, general, most PDA is like, okay, we might share a kiss, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you might even sit there and, and share a longer kiss with somebody, right? Right. Or generally, you like you say, you hold hands, you know, I might be carrying your bag. Mm. Or I might, you know, just have my hands on you somehow. You know, right. you might do the shoulder around it. We together. Right. You get what I'm saying? Most PDA is simple. But now it's a difference when you're a territorial. Meaning, we went into the mall to look at sneakers and stuff. And then you felt like somebody was looking at me because you're not giving me PDA. And now you're coming over here and you're on me. Right. Now you're on me in order to let other people know. See, that's when it's, we're not doing PDA at that moment. Right. We're establishing territory and dominance. Okay. But is that when you think that it's too much? That's when it becomes too much. Okay. Because I, well, maybe for somebody else, but me per se, I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a, I'm a willing participant of of that because that's. So how about like a long k- tongue kiss in public? Is that too much? Uh, it depends. Like on a, the setting. like tongue kissing and groping. I think it might depend on the setting. It depends. Okay. Like if, if we sitting down at a table, we just had a meal or something, or we just sitting on a little bench talking, people watching and stuff. Then you could kiss me. You right. see what I'm saying? You can make out with me, right? But now, if but like we, a whole makeout session, though. Yeah, but okay. now if if we and yes, let's make okay. people, let's make the people remember what they used to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but now when you sit here and say we are in the a store and we're actually shopping and looking at things, and then like. We're not getting what we came in here done. Right. You're doing too much. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's like shop and get out, okay? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a total shop and get the fuck out guy. Right. It's like, now you're doing too much. It's like, can we stop playing in here and do and what we, do what we got to do? Like, yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm going to take care of you later because you got me in the mood. Because I feel like affection, especially when, like you say, when you're connected and those levels, the hands are a powerful thing. They teach mm-hmm. you that when we when we study massage therapy, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. they need you to understand that when you have somebody on your table in a vulnerable state, right? Mm-hmm. That the moment you touch them and you spread that, it does something, and you have to be mindful to be professional about it. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Because a good massage, y'all. Lord, I'm telling you, I'm going to get Sarah on the table once, my I, order, once I order me Get a my whole life right. My last one had to burn. My last one Because you're nasty. <laughs> Jim, <laughs> we gonna Raymond, <laughs> Raymond broke his massage table because he nasty. Listen, we going to move <laughs> off of that and I ain't even going to mention that. Now listen. So, when you have, so there's a line that you understand like it's a time and place for displaying the affection. Right. But at the same time, I want you to know, because it comes with that person letting you know, I desire you. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'll care for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I want you. You attract me. Okay. You know, the touch and the kissing and the, all of that helps reassure me and stabilize that other individual by saying, I'm here with you in this. Mm-hmm. You know. And so, if- so let me ask you this. How important... 
is affection this day and age. Because, you know, we live in a totally different, you know, atmosphere society, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and society right now where there is, you know, um, COVID. Mm-hmm. There is, you know, a lot of people being separated. There's a lot of distancing. Mm-hmm. Um, but at, it, when it comes to relationships in that aspect, how important is affection? Do you feel like people need it? Do you feel like you need it? Yeah. Um, or do you feel like you're okay with a little distance these days? Um, I definitely need it. And I'm going to tell you why. Because, you know, I'm a bachelor for the most part. So I'm always in a space by myself. Right. You get what I'm saying? So when I engage with other individuals, uh, opposite sex, mm-hmm. because I'm not into the same sex stuff. So... <laughs> Um, uh, when I engage, so when I engage with people of the opposite sex, you know, I want to have that space in order to be affectionate. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? Because now I get to, I get to, I get to release that from myself, and then I also get to gather it from the next person. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's a big deal. So what do you think that affection does for you, per se? It's like a, it replenishes you. Mm-hmm. I think it, it, it. it it reassures you that you're connected to somebody outside of yourself. Mm, you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And and then also it depends on who you're connected to. Like when I hug or kiss on my daughter, I'm kiss, hugging and kissing on them in a way just to say, your father has you here protected and safe. Right. Versus when I'm kissing or hugging on uh, an individual I'm actually sleeping with. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so even in those kind of, those standpoints, it's important because you don't want to, Say you have a good relationship with your mom or or your dad or somebody, but you never give them a hug. You never say I love right, you. You right, never, yeah. you never, you know, on their shoulder like you're doing yeah. a good job as a parent or nothing. Right, right, yeah. Like definitely. or even if it's your mate or your companion, it's just like you. It's just like you come home, you pay your bills, right. you do your portion of the job and stuff like that. Once in a while, y'all bump into each other, have sex. You right. know what I'm saying? Then yeah. you then you go back to work and you repeat the process. But in none of that, right. in none of that, you just bumped against this person and like, and be like hugged hey, them and yeah. came up on them from the back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, it was just up close on them or y'all sitting Netflix and chilling and you just like right. up on me. I think definitely for me, uh, because I'm uh, first of all, I'm a Scorpio. Get me in trouble, like I I can show y'all a message I got today. First of all, I'm a whole paragraph Scorpio, right? And so I'm very naturally affectionate, but I also need a person that is just as affectionate, Mm -hmm. you know? Because one, I like the attention. You know, I crave the attention. I I always have been that person. I've always been the type of person that, she you crazy. know, needs to... <laughs> I get some trouble. This is what I'm telling you. Listen, we, uh, we, we over here looking at we his, over his here, messages. And I'm, and I'm showing Sarah anyways, message somebody this morning. <laughs> but, you know, I definitely, I feel like more connected to a person if they're affectionate with but me. But I thought they also, I thought they claimed that the Scorpios, though, if I'm going off this Zodiac stuff, that y'all are just more sexually charged, though. We are, we are sexual, but we also require a level of intimacy mm-hmm. because we're passionate people. Mm-hmm. And so with that comes, we need the touch. We need the, the connection. You understand what I'm saying? Especially me, I can... It, all Scorpios are not the same. We exhibit a lot of the same characteristics, mm-hmm. but I've known some Scorpios that are a little bit more like, you know, 
um, standoffish, if mm-hmm. you will. Uh, but with the right person, I mm-hmm. think most Scorpios crave some type of intimacy. I, I want the intimacy because that's just my nature. I like to feel connected to a person. See, but and it increases the, the sexualness. The sexual desire. Does. Right, the sexual I think, desires. I think, see, when you say it's, it's, it's natural, it's true. That's what I'm saying. We're trying to, as a, as a species, do unnatural stuff. Right. Meaning, you're, you're, you're telling me to not, you know, be affectionate with you. Like, when a guy is choosing to totally not be affectionate with you, that's a choice. Right. You're choosing not to express your full self if you know you But what if he choose. just doesn't know how? Because you know you there not? are certain people out there they're just not they don't they're not comfortable with it because to maybe be honest, that's not what they were raised to be honest, with. I I can definitely tell you it starts from birth. I can oh, definitely right. tell you that. Grooming of any kind starts from birth, right? Right. So this is why you have to hug on your children. When we see people who when we see children that are like angry, badass kids and stuff like that, it's generally because my living situation and stuff is not filled with those other aspects. But then that's why I go back to saying that it's not necessarily a choice. Some people do not know how to give any type of affection because that's not what they were raised with. That's yeah. not what they know. So they don't know how. They okay. Not that they don't want it yeah. or don't want to give it. They just don't know how Okay, you don't know to how give to give it. I'm going to give you some credit on that. But it's, it's a simple thing. You know, everybody has the answer to the to the to the question. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to come up behind this woman and hug this woman, right. not only until they react to it is what you're gonna know what you're gonna do next mm-hmm. time, right? But sometimes the fear of but the fear that. of tr- going that far mm-hmm. may hinder a lot of people from giving affection because they don't know how the next person is going to react. They don't know if they're gonna because yeah. a lot of people are afraid of rejection. Well, and that that fear yeah. always stops yeah. a lot of people from proceeding and doing certain things that they may want to do inside. Yeah, which is true. But because they're like, oh, what if she doesn't receive it that way? Yeah. Or what if he doesn't, you know, what if he doesn't like it like that? Which is true. Then now I'm I'm looking crazy yeah. when I could have just chilled and been like, nah, I'm not going to do anything. Yeah, this is why I say people are the most complex creatures because we make stuff complicated when it don't need to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like our general personal nature, it wants that. This is why they say love conquers all and stuff like that. Your natural self wants to be wanted. Yes. You see what I'm saying? We take, like you say, we take rejection. We take, you know, being hurt or the pain of losing or being heartbroken. And we take those stuff and then we build the walls. Right. We build the walls for protection now. That's like I said when you put somebody on the table. When you put somebody on the table, they're in a vulnerable state. Position. That's right. why the moment, instantly the moment I lay hands on you. Come on, lay hands, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> instantly the moment I lay hands on you, you're going to have two reactions. You're either going to feel safe or secure. Right. Or you're going to feel like, what the hell is going on here? Right, right. And, that's, and, and I can tell you right now. That's as simply as you're going to put it with every individual you come in contact with. Hmm. Are you here to hurt me or are you going to love on me? Right. So touch is the most simplest way you can display that. And I'm not saying, and it, and within touch, within the touch, meaning mm-hmm. your hands, right? Within touch, 
you have the option to make it sensual or sexual. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if I come I like up, the if, sexual. If you, if, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Nah, I like the sensual so, too. Look, Let me listen, stop. What Let I'm saying stop. is Sarah sitting on the couch with me right now. I got one of my hands on her shoulder, right? So, like, <laughs> If I'm trying to let you know how I'm feeling, I'm going to let you know. Right. It's a difference when I come in here and you on this couch right now, and then I'll just hit you on the leg right here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because now I'm giving you an idea. Right. You see what I'm saying? But now I'm going to make it sexual when the moment I come over here and I'm just like, damn, girl. Right. Like, I'm, I'm, if y'all don't know, I like got my hand all on Sarah's breast, cupping her butt. Why, Lord? And I'm just like, like, I'm like, oh, girl. Right. You there's instantly a, there's know a difference. where I'm at. There's right? a difference. I think, like, you know, when it comes to um, just affection, period, I think that, of course, that that's kind of one of those love language that can easily mm-hmm. translate into sex. Yeah. So I feel like to. people definitely... To. If people I think to get more sex yes. than me... Be affectionate. Be affectionate. Come on, say that. Be, Be affectionate. affectionate. If you this want is what I've been sex, saying for the longest if you want time. More sex men, from your mate. Sometimes Be men don't get that. Sometimes men don't get that. They think we gonna be just doing what we do, go to work, come home, and then I'm just gonna want to have sex with you. No, you have to foster that. That's where the intimacy. That's where the affection comes in at. The more affectionate you are, the more intimate that you are with me, the more likely I'm going to want to have sex with you. But if you coming in dry, like we don't went to work, we came home, you didn't give me a kiss, you didn't ask me how my day was, there was no conversation even during the day yeah. checking on me. Then we come home, we take a bath, you sitting on the couch watching the game, and then like a couple of hours later, you want to jump on me, I'm gonna be like, nah, bruh. Yeah. Get off me. I can tell like, you. Like, you have to really, really about that. add those things in there. The men have trouble to some some degree because that's, like, it's in a way, it's kind of like beat out of you when you're young. You what get you what I'm saying? beat out of you? Because it's like, like you say, when you're, a man is always in the pursuit of a woman in order to be, quote unquote, either happy or completed or even to be labeled as you a man because you're a conqueror of another woman, right? So what happens is, is like, you're not told in this society that we have, it's, it's not told for me to have to do those things, be affectionate with you and stuff like that. It's told to you, just like it's told to me, to when I come up in here and I pull up with the bag, you're supposed to suck my dick. Who said that? The music says that. The music <laughs> says that. The <laughs> television say that. Well, Mama I'm, ain't never tell me that. Stop. When we looking at the movies and stuff like that, it's all about this man being in this powerful position and a woman being submissive hmm. and filling in that void. You see what I'm saying? Filling in that void by taking the chance to know, you know you what you're supposed to give me. Not, I'm supposed to try to help you to get there. So I don't require any affection or any attention. You do. I'm not saying that you don't. But I'm saying... It's we're not raised that way. But eventually, when you're a man, when you become a man, you start to, if you're smart, mm-hmm. you learn how to deal with women. Yes, because you, you have to mature. But the average, because you have to mature, the average guy is not sitting back paying attention well, to women. Well, they need to get on the bar, honey. To try to figure that out. Because they, be they be trying to figure out why they can't get no pussy, mm-hmm. and they can't get no pussy because they're not even affectionate. You can't say nothing to get pussy because you got plenty of aggressive men that get pussy all the time. Yes, but that's because on a different y'all want level. That. Like, y'all want that. The, the I don't other, mind an aggressive on. man. Oh, it wasn't But you. you have to have some kind but of... A friend of mine sent me 
an associate of mine, she sent me this uh, Instagram video, right? And it was, it was basically like this dude, he was feeding this girl. Um, he was feeding this girl like strawberries on the balcony or whatever. And he was basically uh-huh. saying like, come and be romanced by him. Right. I understood it because I understand that every individual, male and female, needs that level of care. Okay. They need that that vulnerability space where you can let down the walls. The person who lives behind those walls and stuff like that and completely cut off to affection, trust and believe that person is horrible on the inside. You're right. Because you're cutting off things that are natural. Right. You see what but, I'm saying? But, but that's, and what that's what I'm saying. Problem. That's what I'm saying. Who does not want affection? I touched the girl. And then on top of that, if you're wondering why maybe sometimes your woman is standoffish or she, you know what I'm saying, or she don't want to give in to sex, you know, especially people in relationships, she don't want to give in to sex as much as you would like, mm-hmm. right? She doesn't want to give in to sex. Why? Because y'all have fallen into just a, a, a regular day-to-day, you know, cycle. Mm-hmm. You come home, especially if you're living together. You come home, she come home. It, oh, Who cooked? Is, is is there some food? Yeah. There's not no rude conversation. There's no touching, rubbing, hugging. I'm telling but you, then the, the when we get in the bed, you want to fuck. Like, yeah. and and then in my mind, you haven't given me enough care or enough affection or enough anything to really mm-hmm. be open enough to say yes, baby, I want it. Because because now it seems like you just want me to roll over and jump on your dick, yeah. and you're not even you don't give a fuck about anything that has happened to me, what I dealt with today, mm-hmm. or anything. Because you didn't even try to have a conversation with me. And that's why I'm saying there, you have to learn and study your maids. A lot of times that affection is super, super necessary, especially for guys who think that, oh, she always trying to keep the coochie. She rationing out the coochie to me because you're not doing enough of what you need to be doing to Facts. get it easy, that easily. Facts. Because, I mean, trust me, women are just as horny as men, if not more sometimes. But it's the approach of a man. And I'm just speaking from a woman's point of view. It's uh, the approach of how a man approaches you. How a man deals with you is is what is that key. Mm -hmm. It's the key to opening that little lock for that pussy. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And if you ain't got the key, boo-boo, you're going to have a dry season. I can tell you right now, affection is definitely a a door opener. Definitely a door opener. I definitely can tell you that. Listen, listen, Sarah, I I had to send somebody home because the amount of sets they trying to give your boy and stuff. Because you got the keys? You got the keys? Because I got the keys. I got the key. I'm I'm trying to get you to not be trying to suck my dick. Like, let's stop. And, and but the right type of affection will do that. The right type of the affection, right type of the right type of intimacy will open like the I doors said, to a lot of things. It'll make day, a woman suck your dick as, as much as you like want. Said, at the end of It'll, the day, it comes down to connectivity. Right. I don't feel connected to you. Period. And that is displayed through touch just like it's displayed through communication. Are we here together when we talk? Like you saying, when we are talking about real stuff within our relationship? Are we really talking or are we just saying on the surface and like you say, going through the day-to-day? Right. Are we really saying to each other what we truly need? Right. Just like your next question, like how do we survive? How do we survive sexually? And if you're not being completely honest with me to let me know if you're being fully fulfilled. Mm. You ain't going to get fulfillment Come on. if I'm not giving you affection. Right. 
But then the question is, are we having these hard conversations? Are you saying I require you to feel on me and make me feel a certain way? The difference is because I'm at that stage. When you learn massage and stuff like that, you realize whenever you lay on that table, you realize, damn, I've always needed somebody to put this level of care into me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Put this level of attention to my body. Mm -hmm. This is what makes it powerful. Is why you have to be professional about it. Unless you're not, unless you're doing it with your mate. Right. When I'm doing it with Sanchez or who the hell level, right? I can be bo- I can be sexual when with my touch at that point. Mm-hmm. Now I'm touching you in a whole different situation than when I'm being professional as a therapist and I'm just trying to get this person to relax and feel better. Right. You know, if you don't have it, you die. <laughs> you you know that? I'm telling you, your pussy rate go down. <laughs> pussy rate, step your pussy up. Yeah, no, but seriously, you don't just rub your lady the, the, in the kitchen. The question that you brought up: Can a relationship survive without complete sexual fulfillment? How do you feel like you get sexually fulfilled? What kind of let, let me ask you this: What kind of things does it take that gets you in a space that gets you in a space that you're gonna say, "I'm gonna let these panties off tonight," like? The sexual fulfillment. You have a blueprint to Sarah. I think for, that for of course a for me, everybody is different, right? But for me, sexual fulfillment also comes with being fulfilled mentally, mm-hmm. right? So if you don't have me mentally, then physically it's nothing. Okay, you know. Um, so right there, so right there, a guy knows he got to read a couple of books in order to. Oh, and say he, he got to know what's going on with the world and have some opinions and thoughts of himself. He, he definitely of has some to, surface BS. He definitely has to intrigue me. He has to intrigue mentally. Me somehow mentally. He has to capture me mentally. He has to, you know, invoke something inside of me mentally before the rest of it will connect. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I am a sexual being, but at the same time, if you don't have me up here, then down there, it's just not going to connect. Mm-hmm. It's not going to connect and it's not going to open. It's like levels in a game. Yeah. You're not going to open. You're not going to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. I, you might be, a, you know, you might get into level one, level two, mm-hmm. but the place that you really probably want me, you're never going to get me there mm-hmm. if you have not opened up this part of who I am, yeah. right? Um, and that takes a lot of time. That takes a lot of care. That mm-hmm. takes a lot of, you know, intimacy. That takes a lot of you genuinely expressing a want to really get to know me on a deeper deeper level. Mm-hmm. And so then sexually, you will, f- and, and, and I will be fulfilled because I can now open up a lot more comfortably mm-hmm. to allow a greater sexual experience. Because yes. you let the guards down. Because I let my guard down. That's it. Now, if I'm still thinking about you and I'm like, I don't trust this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, or, and, and let's be honest, we have sex with people we don't fucking trust. Yeah, all the time. Because we trying to bust a nut or we trying to get our rocks off and it's like, I don't really trust you, but okay. I'm gonna let you, you know, I, there's a sexual, uh, uh, there's a sexual chemistry or I'm attracted to you sexually because the way you look mm-hmm. or whatever else is, I'm still going to fuck you. Mm-hmm. But I may not be, I may not allow you to do certain things mm-hmm. or I may, you know, just keep it at a certain level where it's like, 
we only doing this much, mm-hmm. but we're not doing all the extra stuff. Like, I might not suck your dick. Yeah. Or, you know, and, and if we fuck, it's, we fuck, hurry up, get your nut, let me get mine, and, and we're out of here. Yeah. Right? So there's a difference in what, you know, how deep you can go and wh- what it means to so be sexually fulfilled. Now, have the problem... Have you been sexually fulfilled? I have been. I have been sexually fulfilled. But the problem with, you know, with that is, is that... um when you think about not being sexually fulfilled Mm -hmm. and the fact that a lot of times we don't have those conversations, Mm -hmm. right? I've been in relationships where Mm -hmm. I was never sexually fulfilled, really, but very afraid to really speak my truth. Now, are you speaking, are you afraid to speak your truth because of you're thinking about the next person's ego and how they're going to take course, it? Of course, because men, or are you afraid men are so sensitive. Listen, men are so sensitive. They're creatures, their egos get bruised very easily. True. And so it is very hard for me as a woman to really sit a man down and say, hey, you're not, you're not where I need you to be. You're not fucking me the way I need you to fuck me. You're not, the dick you know, is I'm just saying, Come on, Sarah, the dick is off. The like, dick is I'm just saying, Listen, it's hard to off, really have a conversation with the man without him feeling yeah. defensive or getting defensive. Like you're really, you know what I'm saying? And, and of course, delivery is everything, yeah. right? Delivery is everything, but that is not, that's kind of like telling the bitch her coochie stink. Yeah. There's no nice way to say your coochie stink. Yeah. Just like it's no nice way to say, Yo, dick is whack. Yeah. Like, there's no... You could you could paint it a million ways. Yeah. You could color it a million ways. Yeah. But the message and the truth of the message is going to hurt that much more. Because no man wants to hear he sucks in bed. Depending on, on the individual. I definitely would want to know. At the stage I am now, the person who you I am wanna now... You want to know. I but definitely want to know. men in America that don't want to hear it. I already believe I'm trash. So I definitely want to know if I'm actually trash. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I know a, um, I knew of a couple that, um, and and a couple of people that yeah. I were friends with, uh, and they were in situations where their mates uh, did not sexually fulfill them, mm-hmm. but they knew this going into the relationship. Okay. Get it, got married to those people. But now they're out here cheating or they have cheated because they cannot get the sexual fulfillment Mm -hmm. that they want, which goes back to our original question. Can a relationship truly survive if you are with someone that does not fulfill you sexually? Maybe you can pull a Jada and Will and get the life partner. But who? Listen. Listen. But but, but look how honest, hold on, but look how honest Jada and Will had to be with themselves. Everybody is not ready to get that much honesty going. You know that. We spoke on that on the last table talk. Right. Honesty in 2021. So how do you have a successful relationship with someone when you're one, afraid to tell them that you're not sexually satisfied, but you're already married or you're already in this relationship? How do you have a successful relationship without one person going off and cheating? I don't think it's possible. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's possible because sex plays a big part in every relationship. Yeah. I don't care what nobody say. Yeah. And it doesn't make any sense to even marry somebody that you know cannot fulfill you the way you like to be fulfilled because she's a great person or he's a great guy. Because at some point, that being a great woman or a great guy is not enough. That's Especially fine, when... Well, am I marrying you for sex or am I marrying you for love, though? But when you have someone that their... Their... Um, Love language may be just sex. Mm-hmm. That's it, a tough one. It's a big deal. 
That's a tough one. It's a big deal. We like to act like, oh, it's just not about the sex. Mm -hmm. But it be about the sex. It be about Because that's what a lot of people are cheating because their mates don't suck no dick. Mm -hmm. Or she don't know how to ride no dick. Okay. Or, and and certain things can be taught. And honey, I'll tell you this like I always tell you. Certain things can be taught and certain things you just either got it or you don't. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. Sexually. I believe you that. either got it or you don't. Some things, yeah, you can teach. Mm-hmm. Can you teach a woman how to suck your dick? Maybe. Nah, I don't know. Maybe. But maybe <laughs> not. Because some people just naturally are great dick suckers. Yeah. And some... Yeah, I, I, no matter what you tell her, slow, go slow, go fast. Don't do this, don't do that. It still will no. never... B. Let me let me interject on that. What you need? I think some. I think you can teach people, but some people are just poor learners. <laughs> <laughs> they get an F. <laughs> they get a C for effort, <laughs> bruh. Just, I'm just saying. Come on, Sarah. Why be in the Let's place? call it what I'm it is. Saying. We know your ass ain't fast mathematics, bitch. We know your ass good. <laughs> we know you can't do multiplication past <laughs> ten. Come on, now. Come on, now. Some people are just poor learners. And poor learning only happens because the other individual is really not trying to be taught. Right. You're really not trying to be taught. You're right. just sticking with what you know. Mm-hmm. And as long as you stick with what you know, <laughs> at least you know you did something instead of nothing. And then I think that's where the problem comes in at. Because two things I think happen in a, a, a successful relationship or whatever, mm-hmm. or even if it's a situation right now that I'm learning and noticing is, like you say, communication. And I'm right. not talking about surface level communication. I'm talking about the deep down, dirty, gritty, yeah. you know, I need to know if you want to be pegged and we're going to touch on that in a in few a Like, <laughs> yes. I need to know if you want to be pegged dude, yes. when I meet you. Right. This is a requirement you're going to need over time. And people are not having that conversation. Mm-hmm. We're having the surface level conversation. So communication is one. The second is the affection I said that is necessary. Mm-hmm. The touching and the connectivity that you have with this other person's body within their space Mm -hmm. is a key to unlocking further intimacy between y'all because Mm -hmm. the moment i'm sitting way over here on this couch just like you can feel the distance just like on this microphone they can hear me way over here the distance is there right we're disconnecting so i have to come way here and be all up on you to show you that hey i'm here in this with you together and when we both receive that well Mm -hmm. We're going to flourish now. I agree with communication, right? I agree that, it, and it's it's something that plagues us as just the people in whole. We do not know how to communicate, and we don't communicate well. Harsh and sometimes we don't know how to communicate clearly because we're not receptive to the communication. We don't want to hear all the bad things about us. Nah. We don't want to hear Nobody when we that. fall short, yeah. right? Nobody wants that. So Nobody. I definitely agree in order to have a successful uh, relationship or situation when it comes to sex and, and, and sexual fulfillment, especially in a relationship, there has to be a greater, deeper level of communication. You mm-hmm. have to be able to tell me if, if you don't like it. Yeah. You have to be able to tell me it's something that you're into. Yeah. Now, what I don't agree with is... You, but don't tell them. What I don't agree with. Don't for, tell hold them on. that harshly, though. No, of I mean, don't not. tell me like you're trying to disrespect me. Like, oh, no. you, you not a good dick sucker. No, no, of like, course not. Like I love. said, delivery is everything. 
But what I'm saying is, is that what I don't agree with is, like you said, um, you have to know certain things up front. Because what if we're in a relationship for 10 years and I just realized that the last five years, this is something that I wanted or this is something that I'd like to engage into now. So I don't have to necessarily. Now, if you're into things up front when I meet you, Mm -hmm. please let me know. Please, please let me know if you're into please, pegging, please. if you're into please, uh, let me uh, uh, BDSM, if you're into latex sex, if you're whatever you're into please. up front, let me know because I need to know what journey I'm about to embark on with you. Hell yeah. But what where I feel like, again, communication plays a big role is that the moment that you start feeling and we're in a relationship yeah. that you start feeling, hey, I've been watching a couple of videos on this, on flogging. Okay. And I'm kind of into it. What's flogging? Flogging is like the when they beat you with a little whip thing. Okay. Yeah. Because a lot of people are... That's a thing, too. Yeah. A lot of people have been I met, into I that. I met somebody that, that told that, me they, that kind of like that kind of stuff. did something no, The flogging. moment that you feel like that is something that you want to embark on, as your mate, I need to know. Yeah. I need to know that. I need to know. And we need to have those conversations. We, You have... I have to be receptive to it, mm-hmm. but it also, you have to be ready to be that deep with me. You have to be ready to go there with me. And so I can understand what kind of sexual needs that you're now having. You understand? Because those change as we go. Things yeah, that do. I might have liked back then, I may not like now. And things that I may not like now got me curious. I mean, back then got me curious now. And now I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? You know, I really, that wasn't my thing. But now that I'm kind of watching it these days, I kind of feel like maybe I want to try it. Interesting. And I should be able to come to you and say, babe, like, you know, I, I mean, I really, I really, I really, I might want to peg you. Right. You know what I'm saying? I really didn't like it at first, but now that I've been watching a little bit, mm-hmm. I'm trying to see what it do. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Open what I'm saying? that asshole. So, like, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like. That's a rough conversation, I, listen, boy. It's, it's rough. It's rough. You know. You want to do what to me? But I just don't think you can, sur- you, your relationship can survive. If one, you're not sexually satisfied, if you are a very mm-hmm. overly sexually person or if you're a sexual person yeah. and that person is not on the same level as you, yeah. I really don't think, I know with all of those relationships that I, the, the, the few relationships that I, I, I mentioned, um, I know one of those, one of those couples are still together, mm-hmm. but from time to time he cheats yeah. and the other one, he's, he, he's still with her, um, but he cheats and He's miserable. And maybe the third one, so wait, the third relationship, they're not together wait, anymore. Wait, does the, but, so does the cheating not fill in the void, though? I don't know. I don't get that deep into well, conversation well, well, with people say, when they're well, talking well, about you cheating. You know what I'm saying? Because when we talk about the 80-20 rule and stuff like mm-hmm. that, or you know, we know that generally the other person you're trying to engage with only are going to have about 80%. Right. It's going to be 20%. That's going to be flawed. And let's just say for this conversation that that's the sex, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say this individual, this this guy wants to be pegged. Right. And he's not getting this from her and he doesn't know how to approach that. Or she's just not, or she's like, I don't want to do it. Right. I don't want to do you, you like that. You my boyfriend, husband or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But he wants that within his sexual lifestyle. Right. Right? And he goes seeks it elsewhere. Now you're saying that it didn't fulfill the void? I could have lived without it? Well, if he's going to seek it elsewhere, clearly it's fulfilling a void because he went to okay, get it then from someone else. Okay, is the cheating justified then? The cheating is never justified. The cheating is never justified because 
at the end of the day, it's not fair to the other person. Mm-hmm. It's not. The fact that it's in secret, the other person doesn't know. Now, if y'all negotiate mm-hmm. a situation and you're like, listen. So if we negotiate it, I can get it on the outside, then it's okay? I mean, okay. if that's what's negotiated between you and your mate, if you, if if I'm with somebody and they come to me and they're like, listen, I like to be pegged. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sir, I cannot, ju- I just can't do it for you. Yeah. But we sit down and we really have a real conversation. And it's like, listen, if you know another chick that's willing to peg you, I'm cool with it. But here are the, the rules, here are the boundaries. Yeah. So go get you. Okay. That's one thing. But if you're sneaking around getting fucked in the ass yeah. by a different chick and I don't know about it, that's not justified. That's not fair to me. Okay. So then let me ask you this. Do you think love is is obligation? I think there's a there's a good percentage of love that, that turns into obligation. Interesting. When you- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I think about that from what I sent you the other night with Jada having that conversation about, yeah. you know, it's just certain stuff you can't fulfill for somebody and you feel like you have to take care of self. Right. You know, you have to have your own autonomy in order to take care of yourself if it's something you truly need. Right. Because maybe that other person is not really qualified to give you that. But it means, that, you know, then it becomes a labor of love because then you're like, Am I am I comfortable or do I love this person enough to allow them to go seek what they need? Not even just that. They seek Are, out what they will, need. Will you do you love this person enough to even allow yourself to do something you wouldn't do? Ooh, I don't know about that, Lord. That you got to now live with. I ain't love nobody that that much. God. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Especially not the pagan. Now I love my, I love the ex-wife but Lord, look, but Lord, look at here. If she ever came talk about I'm trying to open up that ass, so I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be like, what the fuck? There, who, there are a lot of who things. Did I marry? No, me being who I am, um, I'm very, I'm a very open person, mm-hmm. and if anybody knows me personally, they understand and they know what I mean by that. Okay, um, I'm not open to everybody. Mm-hmm. Just certain. It's a certain individual or certain individuals in my life, in Mm -hmm. in my journey of life that I have allowed myself to to be open with. But on a on a surface level, like when it comes to conversation, things like I'm very open. Mm -hmm. I talk about whatever y'all hear it on the podcast. I say whatever I feel. But I I feel like when it (sighs) there are a lot of things that I'm willing to do. I'm, I'm naturally a pleaser as well. So when I get with somebody, there are things that, hey, if this is what it's going to take to please you, I'm willing. Mm-hmm. But I'm not willing to do anything that compromises me, mm-hmm. my mental state. Yes. Like that right there, I'm not going to compromise that to please you. Because if it's going to fuck me up mentally or if it's really going to have a big impact on how I look at you, and how I deal with you, I don't want that to, I don't want just an experience to taint mm-hmm. something that could potentially be forever between us, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I just don't, like that, I don't like want that. That pagan so stuff is extreme. I, there's man. certain levels I will go, mm-hmm. I will go to, but there are certain things that I literally have to be like, no, it's a no for me. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a no for me. I can't, I can't do it. Because once, sometimes once you cross over, there's no going back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you ain't so lying about that. So there's certain things I have to really be like, okay, this is where the buck stops yeah. for me. You know, I get it. I, you know, and and listen, I'm into a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. I've tried 
I've always been this person with the mentality of at least try something once before be, you say be open you don't like it. So you, 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 know you want to have the open mind. Right. I want to definitely have an open mind going into any relationship that I'm with because okay. people like different things. And you never know until you try. Because it might be something that you... This is true. That you would be like, yo, I never thought I would like this, but I like it. Yeah. I'm willing to do it. But there are certain things I also know in my mind for myself mm-hmm. that I just can't go there. Mm-hmm. It's too much. That's where you like the pineapples. Like, hey, we flag on the plate. Mm-hmm. We we got to stop here yeah. because here is where it it it's this this is my threshold, okay. right? So you know, like pegging. Yeah. So we watched the we, video. We, we watched. Gonna, um, we, we gonna touch on that, and we gonna touch that on another uh, podcast. We gonna do it. <laughs> we gonna do a podcast sex in twenty twenty one because things have definitely changed. Right. Let's keep it real. Yeah. Things have definitely changed. We don't because if we get on it now, it's gonna be extensive, and this 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 particular show is gonna be long for you guys. And so what we're gonna do is we're gonna wrap it up here by at least giving the people some keys that you feel like accesses that affection or that intimacy well, that you think well, they should try to do. Actually, the keys are the communication, mm-hmm. the the intimacy, and the affection. Okay. Especially from a woman's point of view. Women love affection. I think it works from Women's, the male's perspective. Also, but I'm I'm gonna speak from it is and you for you us give to it open. to them from the yeah. male's perspective, but from 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 the woman's perspective most women, because mm-hmm. I, I know some women that are not very affectionate, okay. but most women do enjoy and they do need that affection. They need to feel safe. And that affection and that open line of communication and that intimacy fosters an atmosphere where they can feel safe. Okay. And so those three keys will unlock mm-hmm. the next level for you. Boo. Got you. You want some sloppy tappy? Yeah. Those keys. You got the keys. You got the keys, fellas. This is free game, y'all. Sharon just gave you the keys. <laughs> take a look at you. Want, take you a want look. some little nasty? You want her to fuck you like a hoe? Like, all that good yeah. stuff? Those are things, th- those are certain things that you can start to do or do and be consistent with, and you, you'll see how mm-hmm. different. You can't just want to roll over. And get some. And get some all the time, because it ain't going to work like that every time. Yeah. Especially when I think the rollover only works when that other person truly desires you. Right. You when they just saying? really want something. Yeah, like when that person truly is like, my man or my girl is bad and I'm right. about to get this. But when you're in a relationship and a lot of things we know when you get into Especially a relationship, a prolonged relationship after the honeymoon phase of yeah. it all, and now you in the the actual mm-hmm you know, cycle of life. Yes. And a lot of that thing, that stuff has phased out and it's not, you know, sugar and and crystals no more. Mm -hmm. And you really dealing with the real person, that rollover shit doesn't work anymore. Yeah, you got it. You gonna have to put in some work. Yeah. And that's where the affection comes in as a staple. I think the affection comes in as a staple. Just like when we see couples nowadays on social media because we have that access, we see couples doing the fun stuff together, making right. the fun videos together. They're still having fun with each other. So you you can tell that that bond, even though they may have ups and downs and fights or whatnot or disagreements, that other aspect is going to keep them to have longevity because 
is it solidifies that we're still in it together. We're still right. connected on these levels. We're still going to connect sexually because we're doing certain things, I think, together where it looks cute. It feels good because I think both parties want mm-hmm. that. Yeah, Both definitely. parties want to be able to lower those walls and be their most vulnerable self, silly, funny, crazy, whatever it is, ratchet, freaky, however. Right, definitely. And that requires for you to, like you say, for me, from a male perspective, it requires harsh communication. Right. Like, I have to tell you exactly what I need from you. Right. And I need you to receive that and not... And, and let's have, let's discuss. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't take offense. Let's discuss. Mm-hmm. You know? Because then maybe you might say something that's going to make me think differently. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it might save us both. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And then two, the affection. I can't stress the power of touch. I just can't. You know, it's just something you have to experiment with. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah, I can tell yeah. you no lie. That key going to unlock. Yeah. That person is, the other individual is going to feel like this person, I matter to this person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Period. I matter to this person. That's all it does. Mm-hmm. And the moment you solidify that, it opens up those other areas. True. You know, even when you having the hard times or you have the fight, once the fight is over, you go back with the affection. We got through that. Right, right. You know, we overcame that. Now let's get back to this, though. Mm-hmm. That goodness that we can we can generate and build together. Definitely. And once you have that, I think everything kind of, like, settles. You know, and, and then it gets popping. Yeah. But it's certainly... And, and the last thing I want to say, too, is guys or people, stop going into relationships. If you are somebody that requires sexual a lot of sexual activity if you're over overly sexual if you know you have your libido is mm. just up there you just off if the you, chain. you you know you love sex and that is something that is super important to you do not go into these relationships with a partner that you know cannot sexually fulfill you it yeah. is a recipe for disaster yeah. choose wisely choose wisely choose wisely choose someone that and and it, it may be harder to find but maybe that means you just have to be a little bit patient. But Definitely. don't choose somebody that cannot hang with you sexually. That's not don't that don't want to suck dick yeah. or when you know you love head. Yeah. Or but don't you, you know, find it crazy that, that it's, don't you find it crazy though that you really can't find your complete sexual package in one person though? Yeah. Like, like you like, kind of can't. Like, but like, listen, I'm not gonna like, go that. Like, like if I could take, like if I could take. <laughs> The head game from this one, and then mix it with how this one has I sex. Mean, oh my goodness! You know, like <laughs> maybe, maybe if the you know, maybe you gotta teach the, the that one with you I'm know trying. how to up up the head game. I'm trying, you know, because like you said, certain things can be taught. I'm trying, and somebody if they're all, if they're willing. A, a willing participant yes. makes a great learner. Yes. If you're and willing it makes to it really, fun. it makes it, it fun does. too. Because if it's you're like really willing to go the extra yeah. mile to learn how to please your mate, yeah, it then gets fun. it's easier and it's you know that person's more receptive to you know getting to mm-hmm. that level that yeah. you need them to be. You're right. But it's the person that's like, I don't really like sucking mm-hmm. no dick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna just do what he say to do. But uh, uh-uh. yeah. Those kind of people, they're never going to learn and suck your dick the way you want them to yeah. because they're not really receptive to, to be, be becoming better. Yeah. Just like a girl, uh, uh, 
who rides. Some women are not good at riding dick, mm-hmm. right? But if she's just not comfortable being on top, she'll never be receptive to really learning how to do it the way you want it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But what I if mean, she ride that dick really good for, for Jody? Like, I'm going to be mad as fuck, though. Well, Jody had the keys in. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> You ain't doing something right then. Come on. What I'm saying is, what I'm, what I'm saying is, Sarah, what I'm saying is, Sarah, got the keys. what I'm saying is, Sarah, we do have to understand there's, there's leeway to that. Like you said, on one hand, yes, you do have to pick the right individual. Mm-hmm. You have to know who you truly dealing with. Right. That is such a fact. But in knowing that, you have to know that certain people are on, certain people, I feel like they restrict certain things because of who you are to them now. Mm. Like you say, when you the, when you were talking about one. when we talking about the key, I know you're not giving me the fire head. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, come on, come on, Sarah. Be honest with the people, Sarah. You right. have never been like, I don't really like sucking dick to a guy you really didn't want to suck dick. Facts. I'd be like, I don't suck dick. This is what I'm saying. Right. If I don't really feel, if I'm not really feeling you like that, I tell, I tell a motherfucker, I don't suck dick. This is what I'm saying. You don't suck dick, yeah. nope. So what I'm telling you guys is you have to be mindful of that aspect. <laughs> because one, when somebody has that, now you yeah. know you, now you know you truly wasting your time. Right. <laughs> you, really, you, really, you really don't want to truly waste your time. But this is what I say. Affection can stop all of that because affection and giving up that oxytocin freely, it breaks those barriers down. It mm. breaks, it, it solidifies to you now that. This person, when I touch on her, she she's gonna get goosebumps. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She's gonna feel that, and then she's gonna be like, "I am gonna suck his little dick." Suck his little dick. Oh yes. <laughs> you right like that. You, you know, know y'all be quick to call Listen. it little dick. Nigga, your little dick. You know the way when that little dick. God. I'm telling you guys. Big facts. Ladies, ladies and fellas. And ladies too. I'm telling you, these guys require major affection, even though we not because like I say, within our culture of being males, it's not told for us to be expressing that to you. Mm-hmm. To be telling you. I also require to be hugged, loved on, and, right. and felt course, like yeah. I matter here. That I agree with. I feel I want to feel like I matter here too, outside right. of just coming in here. Because and everybody making sure is we... not in touch with their emotions. Yeah. Every a lot of men are not in touch with their emotions. Because we detach. Yeah. With when you deal with the rejection that the men do on a on a on a daily level, those things detach you, those things build up extra layers of the wall. Mm-hmm. And but behind the scenes, that individual is truly in a space of desire also. So you have to, like you said, you have, it has to be a mutual thing. You have to ease with both parties. But you know what I realized too? Um, guys are that way too. Like if, if guys, you have guys, to be honest. Certain, I want to be but, touched. Yes, That's why when I deal not with even, individuals, I let them know. Oxytocin right. matters But too. I'm not talking about as far as the touch part. I'm talking about as far as the, how they feeling you. Mm-hmm. If they're not really feeling you, they won't eat your pussy. They'll be like, I don't eat pussy. Mm-hmm. If they not really clicking with you like that, or if it's just somebody that they really don't trust, yeah, they you know they gonna put on a rubber fuck you and go on about their business. This is true, but they are not gonna give you the full treatment. No, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so that it goes kind of it yeah. got, that so, goes uh, both it ways. It goes to say you, you know, know, like you say, you got to choose wisely who yeah. you deal with. You got to choose. Everybody doesn't even require you to be affectionate because you got. I can tell you right now, it's girls out here. It's cold in these streets. It's girl out here. That you be like, I can be Raymond. You know me. 
I could just be my natural self. And it, oh, he's he, you too soft, or all of this, oh, like you said, all this uh, uh, fashion and stuff. They so unused to that because they done been through all of these dudes. Yeah, it's just like it's off it's too much. Yeah, you know, like, and you yeah. have to be mindful of that. But I think, well, damn, not like affection. I, I think naturally. I think naturally we all do. It's the same reason why you come out of your mama's vagina crying and then they wrap you up and they cuddle on you and stuff like that to calm you. Yes. It's yep. natural. Swaddle you down and it's you natural. Why you think we we wear blankets and when we sit on couch and Netflix and chill, we got blankets to be cozy? It's natural to me to be comforted. Right. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. other people out here, y'all motherfuckers trying to be too hard out here in these okay. streets. <laughs> Y'all thug life out here. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I don't care how you feel about Raymond. I got a motherfucker kissing on my neck right now. You stupid. Listen, I was just telling this chick I was getting a tattoo on my neck right here or some lips. Oh, and Lord. Say, kiss me like you miss me. Right here uh-huh. on the spot. So that way when I'm home. You're so emo. I'm so emo. I That's why when I'm home in my vibe and I'm alone in my space and I get into that space. I can still feel like, oh, damn. I was like, let me call her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. It works. The affection yeah, it works. Does. Your chick mad at you. It ain't just because you ain't putting up the shelves. Her ass don't feel like you want to touch her. Right. You're not giving her enough attention. And no. your man don't want to feel like all I do is come in here to pay bills. I'm just Ooh. supposed to go get it. Like, this whole this whole bag nation we in right now. Oh, he better be bringing the bag. He better. Like, that's all I am now mm. is bringing the bag. I'm just a bag now. Come on, come on with that shit. Where Touch the love? on something where, like that. Where, where, where the love go? Touch on something. I'm just a bag now. Yeah, I'm just a love like to drop off a check. The savagery. Come the on. savagery it's too, out it's here. Too savage out here. These women are straight savage now. That's why we don't care about all that love shit. Yeah, that's why when I bump into an associate, I was giving this associate a friend of mine a gift, and I did like this. You know, you know, I'm standing here. I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, you good? And I like touched the back of her head right here, and she just just went like melted crazy. Like the reaction, she was so, um, how can I say? Like her train of thought was so gone from that touching because it was like you're not getting that elsewhere. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Give the touch on these people. Come on now, touch on them. Touch on them. Touch on them. Lay hands. Lay hands <laughs> on me. Amen. Listen, don't get your ass locked up. Right, right. <laughs> Cause the whole me too. I hear like don't my- get your ass me too. But if you are comfortable and that person is comfortable with you in order to do so, and sometimes you may have to ask permission. Hey, yes, but Lord. if you don't have to ask permission, if this person really trusts you, yeah, you know, because they're gonna want touch you on. to touch on, touch on. You know, but y'all know what it is. Yeah, this table talk. We gonna wrap this up so we can bring y'all another episode right now. Sex in twenty twenty one. This shit has changed. These mm. motherfuckers talk about peg the men like you're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> Y'all know y'all can find me at It's Raven on IG. Hey, and Miss Sarah G on IG. Holla at me. And we up out of here. Y'all know what it is. It's table talk. <laughs> <laughs>